0: New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. vision.org.au slash app. Vision.
1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, it seems Tuesdays roll around quickly, don't they? It's always good getting to another catch up on those breaking news headlines as they affect the nation of Israel. And as we understand the developments that are going on in the Middle East, Ron Ross is back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with the Prime Minister of Israel, an extended Fox News interview where Benjamin Netanyahu has spoken about terrorists, his wife, his family, and the Bible.
0: (laughs) He never misses an opportunity. Uh, But, yeah, Benjamin Netanyahu uh, on Sunday night on Fox in a program called Objectified, said people who deliberately murder babies or blow up buses don't have freedom on their minds. And then he went on to say uh, his wife, Sarah, is the pillar of their family. He said she taught me something I didn't understand the first time I was elected, the first time I was 46-year-old, and I had young kids and I devoted everything to the job. The second time when I came into office, she said... We're going to give time to our children. So we have Friday night dinner, and before that, I always read a portion of the Bible. The one rule during these weekly dinners is there are no phones. We just talk to each other. Uh, He said they've certainly attacked Sarah in order to attack me, and she has great courage and great capacity to withstand that, but it hurts me a lot when they attack her to get at me. The Prime Minister told uh, the interviewer that he does not use a computer or a cellular phone in his office due to security-related issues. If you walk into my office, you won't see a computer, you won't see a television screen, and you certainly won't find a cellular phone, because anyone who uses that stuff today is exposed. He said, I'm not sure that everyone would be interested in what I have to say if I were a private citizen, but I'm sure they're interested when I'm Prime Minister of Israel. He also said he does not want his children to follow in his footsteps because he said the job is too dangerous and too stressful. He was asked uh, uh, whether he encourages his children. Netanyahu responded, no, 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 I don't. He added that he discourages them. Noah is 39, Yair 26. And Avner, 22, he discourages them from going into politics. He summed it up by saying, it's a very tough life.
1: Well, I think there's a lesson or two to be learned for all of us in those sorts of (laughs) insights, Ron. Well, let's talk about the US President Donald Trump. He had been planning, and in the lead-up to his election, was talking about moving the US Embassy to Jerusalem. But he's put a little bit of a delay on that until he gives the Middle East peace a chance.
0: Yeah, and I've been looking this morning at the reaction from politicians in Israel, and they're not very happy. But Trump said a decision on moving the embassy would be made in the not-too-distant future, but he also indicated it would have to wait for the results of a peace proposal being formulated in the USA. He said, I want to give that a shot before I even think about moving the embassy to Jerusalem. Trump promised to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem while on the campaign trail, but like all other American presidents, is balked at the final move. The Trump administration has been working on a peace plan. It's expected to unveil in coming months, though details of the proposal have been scarce. Uh, but I can tell you that in Israel, uh, they uh, really think this leopard is changing his spots. Mm.
1: Uh, Let's get a bit of a focus on the Palestinians because a Fatah official has slammed the FBI for including the top Palestinian terrorist on their most wanted list.
0: Yeah, the inclusion of Ramadan Abdallah Shalar, the Director General of the Iran-backed Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorist organisation on the FBI's most wanted list of terrorists, has been slammed by a member of the Central Committee of Fatah, the movement led by Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas. Despite Islamic Jihad's long list of terrorist murders under the directorship of Shiloh, Fatah's Abbas Zaki claimed that Shiloh's inclusion on the list was an anti-Palestinian Zionist plot. Zaki praised Shiloh as a warrior for the liberation and freedom of his homeland. But the FBI designation reads, Shalah is wanted for conspiracy to conduct the affairs of the designated international terrorist organization known as the Palestinian Islamic Jihad through a pattern of racketeering activities such as bombings, murders, extortion and money laundering. Shalah was one of the original founding members of the Islamic Jihad and is presently the secretary-general and leader of the organization, which has its headquarters located in Damascus. He was listed as a specially designated terrorist under United States law, November 27, 1995, and they've reissued that uh, designation again.
1: Ron, last week we were talking in anticipation of a celebration known as the Feast of Tabernacles, and a former Israeli minister for tourism, Benny Elon, has been posthumously honored.
0: Yeah, and I must confess this man was a wonderful guy. I had a great deal to do with him, Benny Elon. He's also a rabbi, and uh, he just was an amazing friend. Opened many doors for all of us Christian journalists, but the International Christian Embassy of Jerusalem have given a posthumous award, uh, to Benny Alon at last night's Feast of Tabernacles. Thousands of Christians, I believe between four and six thousand, attended the event and paid tribute to Benny, who died on May the 5th after a long battle with throat cancer. The award was received by his wife Amuna a well-known Israeli journalist and author. Rabbi Benny Alon will always be remembered by the pro-Israel Christian community worldwide as one of our truest and dearest friends within Israel's leadership. That was said by Dr. Jürgen Buller, the president of the International uh, Christian Embassy. And I remember in uh, conversation with me many times, uh, Benny talked about how impressed he was uh, during the uh, Seconded the Father in two thousand and two, he noticed that Christians did not cancel their trips to Israel, though many Jews did and It made a huge impression on him that these Christians loved their Bible, loved Israel, and loved the jewish people and uh, That made him a very close friend. He was very supportive he 's one of the founders of the Knesset Christian allies caucus and they 've spread to thirty six parliaments around the world. Uh, a very influential guy and uh, a wonderful friend.
1: Sounds like he did some good work. And, of course, the uh, the celebration, the Feast of Tabernacles, continues and concludes late this week, a very public celebration of the Bible still to come, Ron.
0: I love Sukkot, but I love the end of it. Uh, at the end of uh, Sukkot, uh, there is a celebration called Shemini Atzeret, and part of that celebration is... What is called Simkat Torah. And this is the time when the people uh, dance joyfully with the Torah scrolls out of their synagogues. And I confess, uh, I've been out on the streets dancing with them. On the preceding nights to Simkat Torah, women and girls light candles, uh, reciting the appropriate blessings, and enjoy nightly and daily festive meals. The people do no work, they don't drive, they don't write. They don't switch on or off electric devices. And uh, I was told by a secretary from the Jerusalem Post uh, just this week uh, that they're better to buy the newspaper because they're not allowed to open the app. <laughs> but the highlight of Simkat Torah is the joy of the Torah. And uh, they express that. You know, I used to think of Christians who walk around with crosses around their neck these Jewish people get out on the streets amongst all the people and dance joyfully uh, with the Torah scrolls and show their genuine appreciation for the privilege they have of having in their hands the Word of God. And I think sometimes we forget that privilege.
1: Well, just wonderful hearing about some of these celebrations that go on in Israel. And, Ron, uh, you'll be familiar with... Uh, Vision Tours uh, taking a tour to Israel and the uh, those who are on the tour are getting ready to get underway. And I think there's more than a hundred people. It's the biggest tour that Vision Tours has run to Israel. And of course, they're going to be there at the end of the month for the 100 years anniversary of the charge of the Light Horse on Beersheba. Uh, It really is a significant time this time of year and uh, people getting ready from probably all over the world to converge on Israel. And this time of year, I I suppose. Tell me what the weather's like this time of year, Ron. What should those people expect?
0: You were talking about the uh, charge of the Light Brigade. Yep. Uh, I remember Ariel Sharon telling me how much, if he was given the choice of any soldiers from anywhere in the world, uh, he would choose Australians first. Uh, And uh, I asked him what gave him that impression, and he said they're so bold. And uh, he was talking about the fact that when... Uh, The light horse marched into Jerusalem with the general. Uh, They didn't treat the citizens of Jerusalem as their captives. Uh, They treated them with respect. And he said, I will never forget uh, that many of the uh, soldiers in the Australian light horse came from farms in Australia. They were Queenslanders. And he said that uh, when they came here and they had a day off, they liked nothing better that come onto one of our farms and dig and ride the horses and help. And he said they made such a wonderful impression, and uh, he, he thought very highly of the Australian Light Horse.
1: Yes. And this time of year, I think it's the start of autumn in, uh, in Israel, is that right? What's the, what's the weather conditions like there for the 100th anniversary?
0: Well, I don't want to put a dampener on anything, <laughs> but right throughout Sukkot they've been praying for rain, uh, but when it rains in, uh, in Israel, it's like a storm. It comes and goes. Uh, so it should be a good time of year. We've got friends who are in Jerusalem right now and uh, other friends who are leaving later this month. It's a great time of the year mm. to be there.
1: Well, Ron, always appreciate your insights. Just a great update once again, some of the key news stories and the breaking news that's coming out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron, thanks so much for being with us again on 2020. My pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.